I took the long, bumpy roads to the backwater south of Homa, Louisiana, in Terrebonne Parish. I had been there recently with Eli and Alex, Rick and his supernat team, Bruton P., and I had left satisfied. Or mostly so. It's the mostly so part that was sending me back there. Yellow Rock Securities had been hired to track and kill a werewolf pack, which we had done but I had left a lone wolf alive, a werewolf who ran and hunted alone beneath the full moon, and had done so for decades. He was a grizzled war vet and pilot named Sarge, and at the time I had felt pretty good about not filling him full of silver rounds, but after a week back home in my freebie house in New Orleans, something had begun to niggle in the back of my brain, a what-if scenario that made me wonder if I'd made a mistake. Like... What if the lone wolf hadn't really been a lone wolf? What if I'd been fooled and he was really the culprit all along? If so, then leaving him alive might be the root of the problem I'd seen on the news coming from Chauvin, Louisiana today. Video of cops at a bloody crime scene in the hotel we had stayed at only a few days ago. No, it wasn't likely that I was responsible for the problem, even indirectly. Wasn't probable but it was possible. And I had left the lone wolf alive and well, able to do evil if he wanted. When I added that possibility to the early morning news, yeah, I got the willies. I could only hope that the victims were not Harold and Clara, the hotel's owners. The press hadn't released the identities of the victims, or even if there were any victims. Rick, my sort of boyfriend, hadn't replied to my texts asking for details. Rick was with Scyled, Homeland Security, and Harold and Clara were part of Rick's extended family. He would know what had happened. So here I was, riding Bitsa, built with bits of this and bits of that from two rotted, rusted Harley bikes, down the horrible Louisiana roads and into a danger that might, or might not, but I wasn't betting on trouble be real. If it was all in my head, then I'd have a nice, relaxing couple of days off to hunt in my beast form. If it was a real problem, then I'd deal with it, one way or another. I pulled into the parking lot of the Sand Lapper Guesthouse on 56, south of Chauvin, wheeled between cop cars, a CSI van, and video news vans. Cops were pulling away from the scene, but the news teams were still active. Crap. I was going to get filmed, appear on TV news, and then I'd have to explain to my business partners why I'd come back here, alone, without the team. They needed time off. They were human. I wasn't. And the last job, here in Chauvin, had been draining. But that argument wasn't going to fly, and I knew it. I'd deal with that later. For now... I had the press to worry about. I braked, cut off Bitsa, set the kick, bungeed my helmet to the back of the seat, stuck my hands in my pockets to appear non-threatening, as the departing cops studied me, and headed to the office on the second floor, past streaming crime scene tape. I kept my face turned away from the news cameras, but if they wanted to know who I was, they'd figure it out. There weren't that many six-feet-tall, long, black-haired Cherokee females anywhere. The mom-and-pop hotel was built on stilts to protect it from high tides and storm surge, 
The extra height gave every room fabulous water views, with fish cleaning stations, parking, and rentable fenced gear lockers slash storage units underneath the hotel proper. Fishermen loved it. So would I. Harold and Clara lived on the far side. I was halfway up the stairs when I smelled the sickly stench of old blood on the air. Blood and nitrocellulose, the stink of injured humans and fired weapons. I came to a stop, mouth open, breathing in air over my tongue in the roof of my mouth, scenting as my beast did with a soft screave sound. There was no stink of werewolf, but then Sarge was aware and hadn't smelled of wolf, He'd smelled of coffee. However, his dog had carried a residue of magic scent. Maybe a charm to cover the wear stink? A really good charm from the woman who kept the pilot's garden so gorgeous? I took another breath, and a hint of magic tingled on my tongue.